This is a man's world now, but it won't mean nothing, nothing without a woman or a girl. That was the Reclaim Our Streets movement from London's Parliament Square last summer. This movement shows there is a rise of young feminists in the community. There's more than two thirds of women aged between 18 to 24 in the UK now identify as one, according to Young Women's Trust Charity. But what gives these feminist activists the edge to speak out that allows them to follow this human right? I think it was something really small, like how sort of gendered school subjects were at primary school. Like the idea that I couldn't be good at maths or things like that, or the boys sometimes got preferential treatment in certain subjects. That used to really annoy me. That was Emily Monarch. She is 21 years old from Manchester. She has a disability, but also has PCOS, polycystic ovary syndrome, a common condition that affects how a woman's ovaries work. She's a writer and a blogger and focuses on feminism. When I was speaking to her, I saw her eyes lit up with passion and enthusiasm for women's rights, in particular disability rights. Basically, I was just aware of the fact that I was going to really struggle to get a decent secondary school education. So when I applied to private school when I was like 10, 11, it was really stressful because I knew that because of how poorly served my area was for um, SEN students, that no one was interested in helping me. And that was when I just realised this has to change. It's supposed to be an equal right to education. I've always been interested in feminism. I think the first time I heard feminism was Beyonce's performance. I think it was at the MTV Awards and she had a Nigerian feminist speak in her like performance. That was Paris Williams, a 23-year-old who lives in London and works for the Black Curriculum in the policy sector. She told me she has trouble calling herself a feminist activist because of the term activism. Now she believes there is a rise of activism in the community. She says true activism isn't pretty and the term is thrown around too easily. And I remember thinking, oh, what's that? What's that thing she's talking about? And that really like, opened up the door and gave me like sort of the tools to speak about my experiences navigating life. And then I got to uni and I stumbled upon like the likes of Bell Hooks, Audre Lorde, Angela Davis. That Black feminism gave me a language that I hadn't had access to. The suffragettes, the walk for women, these are examples of feminist movements that has developed over the years due to the change of society. But what is the best part and the worst part of activism when campaigning in this new developed feminist movement? I'd say it's very draining mentally to have to defend your existence, literally, and people that look like you and all of that stuff. Like, my white mates would never really have to do that. They would, but visibly I'd say it's just tiring that people make a lot of assumptions about you based on what you look like and how you should behave there's lots of expectations on South Asian females but that was Zanina Nakri she studies English at the University of Liverpool as well as writing for the Asian activist South I can tell when I was talking to her she is enthusiastic about speaking out against injustice the best part is for me personally I'll occasionally get a message saying that I've helped someone and that really that really makes me feel good the best part of policy is you change lives, you can make a difference. It causes a conversation of maybe we got that wrong. So it does impact people's lives. The least that I can do is speak for those people that don't have them, them accessibility. Certain things, I can speak for those people that can't send their voice in Parliament, that can't speak to a government minister. As you can tell from Emily, Paris and Zanina, it can be mentally draining raising awareness about women's rights. 
but the outcome is very rewarding. As these young feminists explain, the change they are trying to make can change lives. That's all for this episode. The next time on Illuminating the Fight for Our Rights. And I was shocked that she was one of just 19 women MPs out of 635 MPs. Is there an equal balance when it comes to powerful people?